All right, hey there, folks. Listen, have you ever been to a movie and just been so disappointed by the time you left that you were pissed that you went and couldn't believe you were duped into seeing this movie like this? Well, uh, it happened to me. I pride myself on picking movies rather well and ones that I know will be satisfactory to the end. I I sometimes go to movies, and yes, the ending may not be what you expected, be a bit obscure, but it at least served a purpose, this ending. Well, during award season, I was trying to see some of those critically acclaimed movies, one of which was Manchester by the Sea. It definitely looked good. It caught me with the promos. Um, it had an amazing performance by Casey Affleck and Michelle Williams, who I think needs an Oscar already for her performance in that specifically. She only had a few scenes, but she captivated my point is, I'm watching this this movie, and it's playing out more like a fictional documentary. I'm just watching these two people go about their lives, and um, it's about a uh, Casey Affleck and his uh, nephew, you know, nephew's dad, his brother dies, and so he takes kind of takes on the custody of the nephew, and neither party wants to you know be in that relationship. And by the end of the movie, though, I walked out. It just ended. I mean, let me just put, yeah, it just ended. The movie just ended. The movie's playing. You're watching the story and you, you need some kind of closure. And the movie just ends basically. Now I was a little crunched for time. I was doing a double feature that day and meeting a bunch more friends. And the next movie was just back to back. And so I started texting at the end of the movie, which is a huge no, no, I know. Um, but I had to be in touch with people wondering where I was. And so I wasn't fully paying attention at the end of the movie, but I, I managed to get my phone down and really pay attention in the last moments. And, and it ended, and I just turned. I was there with my friend Cooper, Katie Cooper, and I was like, that's it? That's the ending? I mean, did I miss something? Was I not focused enough? Like, she's like, nope, you didn't miss a thing. It just, it was a terrible ending to the movie. I was so disappointed. I, I needed to coin a phrase to understand how I felt. So, ergo, when you go to a movie now, and you're just like, Totally, totally disappointed by the ending. Like, it serves no purpose. You've completely wasted your time in this movie. There's nothing to it. It's not like seeing a, you know, a movie that turns out to be a science fiction biopic, you know, questioning, you know, Earth's intelligence or, or where we came from or the meaning of hope, love, God, whatever. It's just, and it's just a story and it ends, you know, it's like anti-climactic totally. If you feel that, you have been Manchestered. I'm calling it being Manchestered, and Katie Cooper and I were Manchestered. I couldn't believe it. And same thing happened at La La Land. Actually, I was so disappointed by that ending, I was Manchestered once again. So now from going on forward, if you don't like what you see, you've been Manchestered. And if you need another further explanation of what it's like to be Manchestered, uh, just imagine what it's like to be kicked in the taint. <laughs> kind of pointless. It's going to hurt, but it's not like being kicked in the balls. It's just... A, a place to be kicked that you you highly regard. So being Manchester is like being kicked in the taint. Hey, what can I say? This is the Drew Han Show. Hi, hi, everybody. You're listening to The Drew Han Show. It's another riveting episode with yours truly. I'm Drew Han. I think you figured that out already. We have lots to talk about in this podcast. For instance, Smile and Music. Uh, they're making their announcements, including their first batch of 50 artists, as well as a second batch of artists that are expected to be at mile five. So I'm going to discuss that in a short bit. Plus... As I have spoken of in earlier podcasts, the Commanding the Road Tour is kicking off soon. It's going to be fully 
functioning Drew. I mean, it is going to be me on the road exploring Wisconsin, the music to come, and trying to keep up with this crazy thing called life over the summer. And it was so epic. I'm going to be so many places. I'm calling it Commanding the Road Tour. And already so much has begun. I think there's been pre-tour dates. I have been going nonstop for a month already and uh, with no break in between, no time to even barely prep for this tour. So what can I say? I have, so it kicked off kind of the pre-tour dates with Little Door County trip. So I'm going to, I'm going to just, just talk about that. Just, just a little bit. I went with my two friends, my mom and my sister, and we certainly had a good time. But one thing about the trip stuck out. So I'll share that in a little bit with you also. But first, I'm in search yet of my 2017 summer jam. You always got to have a good jam for the summer. You know, past years has been Can't Stop the Feeling and Blurred Lines and Happy. You know, those are all great summer jams. And sometimes you don't hear them until the middle of summer. But I like to find one early on if possible. And so I'm trying to build a list because I haven't narrowed it down to just one yet. Uh, With that said, here's one song that I think has made the cut. Could this be it? Just like the sun on the horizon And even when it rains I'm enlightened Oh you so sexy and your waist a swing I'm in love to watch you when you do your thing, thing, thing Girl you make me ask if I beat And any time you're not near me no swing Feel like the leaves when they drop off the limbs Make your loses on me put on the in ring, the world, ring, ring In a world, in a world without Without your love I don't think I'd be able to breathe out of nightmares when I should be dreaming Said if you left my side I won't be okay I can start last time Love me right through every All right, welcome back to the Drew Han Show. You just heard a summer jam potential. What did you think, huh? That was OMI and Shaggy. Now, for some of you who don't know, Shaggy, for us 30-somethings, was a big part of our lives in the 90s. I mean, yeah, he had some good hits. And then OMI is a current artist. He just had a uh, recent hit in the past few years called Cheerleader. Do you remember that? Oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. Anyways, uh, so they came together, which I think is quite cool. And uh, they, I have checked out the music video to this, and I highly suggest you do the same because it's kind of a funny video, actually. <laughs> it starts out with Shaggy kindly singing to himself OMI's hit song, Cheerleader, uh, while this hot girl on a beach walks by. So Shaggy's kind of has this appearance of a washed-up has-been trying to, you know, cling on to his fame. Basically a 40-year-old trying to act like a 25-year-old yet. And then uh, then following the hot girl, this then the dashing OMI walks by with a girl wrapped around him and gives Shaggy this smug, quirky, but fun look, and then the song begins. It's very tongue-in-cheek, and I think it helps set a fun tone for the song. Uh, but it was just kind of cool, and I, I don't know if Shaggy intentionally was trying to look like, you know... The artist that, you know, just that that douchebag who, like I said, is 40 and acts 25 yet. I don't know if that was intentional or not, <laughs> but he just, he had that creep factor to him. Like, if you saw him, you'd be like, ugh, dude, don't even go there. So I just thought that was kind of funny. So check out the video, YouTube it, you know how to do that stuff, right? Okay, we're talking about music, and so we have lots coming up. Of course, Mile of Music. We got to get into some Mile of Music, right? Because fi- Mile 5 is just months away, folks. And now the organizers have released 
the first batch of 50 artists appearing, along with, since then, a second batch of artists to appear. And it's already stacking up to be a great mile. Here's a yield to who's back from previous years. Are you ready for this? We got Quiet Haulers. We got some Lolo. We got some Mother Folk. We got the Go Rounds. We got Carter Halsey. We got Matt Hires. And then Trapper Shoop. Now, these all stick out to me because I've had an experience with them in one way or another. I mean, listen to past podcasts if you really want the deets. Uh, but like the go rounds is an example of you know me making a fool of myself in front of an artist. Same with Carter Halsley. Like when I try to meet these guys, I just I'm I'm, I'm just dumbfounded and and tongue tied and you know <laughs> I don't know what my deal is. But um, anyways, all these artists have a, a special something for me. So uh, and then like I said, a slew of other artists and and new artists. I think it's it's just an exciting time already. So yeah. Now if you want to familiarize yourself with these artists. I highly suggest going to the Mile of Music website, which is just mileofmusic.com, and listening to what I like to call Mile FM. It's a playlist they have on there uh, that features all the Mile 5 artists, both new and returning. And so it's how you can discover the music a little ahead of time and familiarize yourself with artists to be there. It really helped last year um, to hone in people I wanted to see. And sometimes it's hit or miss. You know, you might think you hear a song and it's great and you check out the artist and you're like, eh. But I can't say that really happened that much. Everybody I saw was a perfect delight and it's how... Uh, I discovered like Lolo. She's the one that sticks out in mind. I mean, I heard her song on the Smile FM and then I'm like, I have to see her. And then I saw her and she was just amazing. I actually checked out more of her music before Mile 5, but I mean, she captivated. And so we were very excited to hear she came back. Actually, Katie and, and uh, Tammy and I got the inside scoop while we were seeing Carter Hulsley. <laughs> Hulsley. Carter Hulsley. I'm always terrible with his name. Anyways. While we were seeing him perform at a mile, mile of music event, you know, that happens throughout the year, they made a little a pre-announcement of Lolo returning. It was very on the down low, but they've since announced it to everybody. So I can tell you that I heard it first. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm listening to Mile FM myself and I already discovered one new artist to me that I want to check out. It's called, they're called, I should say, Beach Tiger. Oh, they have a great jam on that Mile FM. It's called Dead of Night. And I highly recommend checking it out. It's a, it's a jam, uh, with lyrics that I think just flow majestically and, and captivate with this melodic beat that's with it. I mean, it's one of those songs that finds you tuning in unexpectedly while maybe you're sitting with a glass of wine reflecting on life or love lost and the hope for love found. Uh, lyrics are always up for inter- interpretation, of course. Uh, but I think they're probably actually saying something like, um, about a love you had, but it wasn't a mutual love. Like the other person didn't, you know, have the feelings back for you. I think that's kind of, kind of what the song is, is trying to get across. But I always like to open up the lyrics to my own interpretation as well. Um, but anyway, all, all the interpretations that I've just said, you know, I, I am engrossed in. Um, I really, I feel a connection to it. And I understand. I think I've been through some of the experience that you know, the song is suggesting. So it just, it just kind of, I'm, I'm, it, you know, it beats with, I don't know what it is, but it's dead of night. Passing through I don't think 
Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is the Drew Han Show, and I've been talking about the Commanding the Road Tour just because, you know, so much is going on. It's such a grand summer that it needed a grand name, and so that's why I call it Commanding the Road Tour, along with the fact that I drive a Jeep Commander, so I probably should just keep reminding you of that. That's kind of where the name was inspired from. You know, I'll be on the road with the Commander, the Commander in me, Commanding the Road Tour. My life is very busy and very crazy, and I just try to stay busy, and sometimes I wonder if I'm doing a little too much. Here's the analogy I found myself in the middle of today, just, you know, arms deep, maybe literally too, because I'm doing some gardening. Okay, so I have these garden areas outside of the house, you know, like pre-boxed in little garden spots, and I thought, I want to try to attempt to grow some flowers. Now, I love gladiolas, and I don't really get much chance to get to a farmer's market to pick them like I used to. And so I thought, why not just take an opportunity to maybe try to grow them myself? So I got myself some bulbs. I have know nothing about gardening. I've never really attempted gardening. I mean, I, th- I never have because I can't keep plants alive very well, you know, that sort of thing. But what, look at me. Let me try to grow something from a seed, right? Or, or in this case, a bulb, you know. And did you know, fun fact, 
that you can't leave bulbs in the ground all year. It told me in the instructions that I had no clue. I thought the point of a bulb was just stick it in the ground and you leave it. But because of these cold winters in Wisconsin, you got to like dig them up and then put them in a warm climate controlled space and then replant them. I'm like, that is not my thing, but look at me trying it anyway. I finally, I've been, I've had like a month to do this. It's, you know, middle of May right now. And I really got to get these gladiolas planted. So I'm, I'm working in this and I'm, I'm rushing through this kind of because my day is, it's jam packed. I have to get all this in. I just gardened before the podcast. You know what I mean? And I only have two days free a week to work on the podcast and get anything else around the house that I need to get done right now with this tight schedule and getting things prepped for the commanding the road tour. So, and then once I'm in the tour, the schedule remains the same. Just busy, 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 busy. I am doing this gardening and I'm rushing through it and I'm, I'm thinking, well, you know, a garden, a good gardener, you know, a good green thumber probably wouldn't be rushing through this gardening thing. But that's how I work. I work fast, you know, like I have to like focus on and come up with a plan of how this goes so that I can do it productively fast, you know? So I'm like, at first I started planning, I started digging a hole for, I just like, I'll dig all the holes, you know, so I'm digging holes and I'm digging holes and they have to be like four inches apart for these gladiola bulbs, you know? So I'm digging holes and I'm digging holes <laughs> and I'm putting, then I go back. So I dig all the holes in a row and then I, I go back through and I plant a bulb in each hole, you know, and then I'm going to go back through and cover all the holes. And, and then I'm like, well, I just don't know if this is going to, you know, I feel like this could be more efficient. And then I realized, well, why not just rake all the dirt? I need to be four inches deep. So why not just rake four inches of dirt off the, the, the potted area? the gardening area, you know, lay all, just kind of place all my bulbs in. So I'm not digging holes, you know, and trying to guess inches that way. I can just measure directly on a flat surface where I put a bulb, you know, are you following me here folks? <laughs> and so then I'm planting out these bulbs and then I, so I'm like, this is great. This is going to work fast. You know, so I'm going back through, although, you know, you got to plant these bulbs the right way up folks. Who's, where are my gardeners out there? Tips and tricks. If anyone's listening out there as a gardener and they have tips and tricks for me, Send them my way. You know where to find them? Find me. Um, I'm on the Snapchat, the Instagram. Go to the Facebook page, The Drew Han Show. So I'm racing through this because I, I not because I'm, I'm racing through this because uh, I want to get through this quickly because I have lots on my plate right now. And I'm not doing it to be half-ass and, you know, not see this succeed or not care. I do care. I want the flowers to grow, but I need to do this efficiently, you know? So I'm, I'm trying to find the best way. So needless to say, you know, I, I, put all the, all the bulbs down and then I just shove the dirt right back over it. You know, meanwhile, I'm trying to Google quickly, you know, do I pat the dirt, you know, firm, you know, if you're not a gardener, you don't know. you like, do you leave the, the, the dirt loose? You know, do you pack it down? I want them, I want, you know, the plants to be able to get through the dirt. I don't want it to be like tough, you know, but I don't know how plants, strong plants are. I don't know what they just can grow through. You know, weeds grow through anything up here. How do I have to keep track of weeds? You know, and I got to water this thing. And I thought this would be a great idea until I got into the thick of this tour that I'm prepping for, as you as you will. Okay, my summer. I'm like, oh boy, I got to remember to keep up on this flowering and flower flowering. Yeah, that's what it's called. I got to remember to keep up on the wandering and the and the weed picking. I'm probably not going to pick a lot of weeds. I'll just pray to God that they grow. But can you see uh, the point I'm kind of trying to build here? Is that I started to realize that this is gardening, a reflection of my entire life, you know, like, and what I'm trying to do right now. Am I doing too much? Maybe I'm doing too much and I need to just focus on one or two things and really hone in on, on, on an interest, you know, is that for everybody in life? I think so. You know, do you feel overwhelmed? I can't say I'm overwhelmed. I'm trying to say I can do this. 
So my other end of the spectrum is what if I, you know, I do this in the Drew fashion, you know, quickly, efficiently, but I'm going to get it done. And then the plants grow. Am I stroking my ego? You know, I'm going to be like, hey, I can do anything. <laughs> what does that say about myself? Do I need this to fail to knock me down a peg? Maybe that's something too. I really just want fucking flowers to grow. <laughs> I want my, I want gladiolas in the house because I love them in the summertime. But heck, I'm going to be so busy when, why do I need flowers in the house? But I'm in the house and it would be nice to see some gladiolas. So I want to grow. I want them. I don't have time to go to the farmer's market. So heck, I just decided to cram my schedule busier with this idea of tending to a garden, right? What am I thinking? I'm just, it just I had an, like an analogy epiphany today. I'm like, oh my gosh, this gardening thing is kind of, you know, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm trying to do it too fast. I'm doing too much too fast. Is that what the whole picture I'm painting for myself? Am I doing too much too fast? But it also reminded me that, you know, if you do it and you commit to it, once the, the groundwork is laid, once the bulbs are planted, if you will, now you just have to tend to it. And it's, that's maybe a little easier than what the physical part was of getting it into the ground, the planting the roots. So that's what I'm doing with maybe trying to get my summer going as I'm just trying to plant roots. You know, I got everything mapped out nicely. That was the big hurdle. And now I just need to remember to sit back and relax when I'm, you know, resting and with my friends and my family and try to enjoy the heat that the summer brings, you know, because it's always so cold in Wisconsin. So we got to enjoy that summer. We try to jam pack so much into a summer in Wisconsin that sometimes we forget to just sit back and soak up the sun. With that said, I may run around like a buffoon leading up to, you know, the certain tour dates on the schedule. But hey, once I'm there, I'm going to try to really enjoy it. That's what I'm going to try to, you know, tell myself. So I'm not only going to command the road, I'm going to command my enjoyment. I don't know. Do you follow me? Am I making any sense? Do you have a busy schedule? Is your life overwhelming? Do you think I'm doing too much? Does this gardening undertaking be like, hey, Drew, knock it off, you know? You're doing too much. You're trying to do your fun stuff on your weekend and keep your social life alive. You're trying to involve yourself in the activities you like to do. You know, I'm going to be camping on some of these weekends. I am going to be traveling to see friends. I'm going to be uh, on boats. I'm going to be seeing music. I'm going to be, you know, in the woods. I'm going to be in the city. And then during the week, I'm working, you know, I'm, I essentially have like four jobs. You know, I have my full-time job, two part-time jobs, and then I and a house I house sit for and clean. So... I, you know, I have to tend to all that. I have to tend to my garden. There it is. That's what the analogy was. I need to tend to all this busyness. And yet now I'm throwing in this gardening thing and I'm going to tend to a garden when I might not even be able to tend to myself. Huh. Can I do this? Should I be doing this? What would you say? What would you say to me if you were talking to me right now? Am I doing too much? Am I tend, do I need to tend to myself and not to my garden? Can I tend to both? Do I just, you know, stay focused and I can get it done? I mean, that's the big thing. I think I tell myself, people do it. People get the stuff they want done, done. But if I'm doing too much, you know, you're not committing enough time and energy to the, and focusing to make the one, th something you love great. Not, I just have a ton of things that I, that I like that are just going to be mediocre. This garden might not grow unless I pick and hone in on one or two types of flowers, right? Oh boy. I don't know. Lessons to learn, I guess. Anyways, you're listening to The Drew Han Show. I think this whole damn town is crazy I feel a couple years too old It's like swimming in the ocean And getting stuck out in the cold 
But I put one foot in front of the other Little unsteady, little slow I'm not sure where I'm headed I just know I've got to go And there's a heavy in my heart And there's a liar in my head And leaving seemed easy Now I can't get out of bed There's a heartache in a basement And all my dreams are led in miles Don't mean anything when I hear everything you say I think of this whole damn town is crazy I feel a couple years too old It's like swimming in the ocean And getting stuck out in the cold But I put one foot in front of the other Little unsteady, little slow I'm not sure where I'm headed I just know I've got to go Okay, so I told you I went to Door County. It was pretty much the soft opening for the Commanding the Road tour. Doesn't that sound weird, soft opening? Is that the term? Am I saying that right? Because you have like your grand opening for something, and then you have like a soft opening, right? It just sounds dirty to me, but everything goes dirty to me. I don't know what my problem is. Well, I think I know what my problem is. I just need to fix or, you know, have myself a little something to get that problem procured. (laughs) Anyways, Door County. For those of you outside of Wisconsin, Door County is the thumb. Look at a picture of Wisconsin. You know that peninsula, the thumb uh, in Wisconsin, like we're shaped like a glove and we got the thumb, that's Door County. And it's known as like a wine country up here in Wisconsin. Yeah, we have some lovely wines in Wisconsin. California is not the only place that can uh, brew a good wine. Brew a, a good wine? I don't think so. What is the term? Grow some good grapes? No. What is it? What do you say when you're going to talk about harvesting grapes? You know, making wine. You brew coffee and you percolate wine. I don't know what it is, but anyways, Door County has wine and it's very delicious wine. And so when we're up there, uh, me and Angie, we're pros. We've been we've been doing this wine tasting plenty of times with Tammy and uh, my mom and my sister. We're all kind of you know new to coming along with us and experiencing what Door County really has to offer. So we're testing all these wines, trying all these wines. We must have tried over forty wines throughout the day. And I noticed one thing, though. Here's the thing. I was the only one person to buy a bottle of wine while there. Went to five different wineries, and nobody bought wine. Tasted all the wine, but nobody bought wine. How can you come up here and not buy a bottle of wine? (laughs) I mean, we're in wine country. We're wine county. I should say wine county. But Door County, this is what it's known for. And But don't worry. Tammy got her grocery shopping done because she bought cheese some wing sauce, and some honey mustard. So, I mean, it wasn't a total loss. (laughs) She bought everything else but wine. I just thought that was kind of funny. They have good cheese, trust me, great cheese. I bought cheese and wine. So I I felt fulfilled in a trip to Door County. I hope the other girls did too. I'm sure they did. But I was just like, come on, loosen the pocketbooks, buy a bottle of wine, come on. You're only going to be here once in a a year, maybe. You know, for my mom and my sister, it's probably the only time they're going to get there. So buy a bottle of wine and remember the trip. But I got a great gift idea of the ordeal. Someone's getting a Wine of the Month Club membership, I'm thinking. Hey, that's a good idea. That was just my little Door County comment I had to make about that. As part of the Commanding the Road Tour, things are crazy, crazy, crazy. Coming up, though, 
and I'll be sure in the next podcast to talk about it, is Testicle Festival. Yeah, you heard that right. Right. Apparently, here in Wisconsin, we like to eat anything deep fried, and that includes testicles, bull testicles. <laughs> I will. T- I will fill you in on all the shenanigans that ensue as we go balls deep. Sorry, I couldn't go without saying that pun. Uh, Testicle Festival is in Dundas, Wisconsin, which is right outside of Appleton, uh, with one of the venues there for music that's being performed being this year's Whammy winner for Best Music Venue. It's quite exciting. I'm going to talk about the Whammies and the winners and nominations in the next podcast as well. So you definitely want to catch up on that. Okie dokie. Don't forget to go out there and like the Facebook page. Um, You can keep all the updates. You're going to see some special extra you know, perks, if you're liking that page of what's going on with the tour and how things are going to lay out. In the meantime, I got to go because I need to make some sandwiches for my lunches this week. Until next time, smooches. Keep in touch to say I miss you, to be whoever you want to be, to fall in love, to feel the world, to be famous and If you want to familiarize yourself with these artists, because I, I not because I'm, I'm, you know, not going, you know, and I'm not, not that I'm not doing a good. <laughs>